what can i say where can i start like even when war things war gets things right it's so fucking frustrating to watch like <laughs> it's so annoying it's right? so fucking annoying bro like dude like what i it sucks the joy out of football and i'm still standing firm that like war needs to be out like no matter what happens it's fucking frustrating bro but then there's no uh, alternative right i think bar just needs to improve man but like that just staying there watching the replays again and again you don't know where the fuck it's going whether it's a goal it's not a goal if i was a chelsea or a tottenham fan today i my head loss would be somewhere on mars bro right now being in like- i think i still reached moon so <laughs> i can imagine like these fuckers are like lost it completely go ajay uh let's start a little bit with how tottenham started the game they started pretty well uh i thought they the the kind of football they play is really interesting like their wingers are so engaged in the game mamsi can let's talk a little bit more about like tottenham and how you thought they played today yeah the if there were 11 tottenham players on the pitch today chelsea stood no chance like if even for the first word for me i didn't think they stood a chance but What a game, bro! Uh, I see it like I saw how they play with like nine men. Like you can see it a little bit more clearly. Uh, usually, like the wing backs involve into the midfield, right? Like in Ange ball, the wingers go straight into the attack. Like the wingers go right down the wing, yeah. and whatever space the wingers leave near the midfield, like uh, the fullbacks go in. Yeah. So you're like you're overloading spaces like two different people, and that just causes all sort of havoc. No one knows who to pick them up. Uh, yeah, and then pick, yeah, and then Brennan Johnson like getting so many, so much of the ball when he's like literally hugging the touchline, and then Son coming up. The Johnson Son com- combination play was fucking lethal in the start of the game. Anyways, yeah, thoughts? I, think, I thought they combined like this like in the previous games also, like just mm. a wide ball to Son and one touch to goal. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more than more than the attacking play, bro. Like I think there are oh, their offense is their offense, right? They have Son, Madison. uh this guy johnson uh they're all playing great but man this just the way they play out from the back and i am being an arsenal supporter i'm so glad uh van de ven is gone <laughs> for at least a couple of weeks because dude that that dude is scary to you know this just press resistant and if you see their goal it basically stems on from from their play from the back they attract everyone to their left side and then they just madison one ball out to the free man who is on the Uh, right side of the pitch i think it was uh, it was sar or 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 bisuma one of those guys and then they play uh, johnson in and then he just like tap in for stone by the way 4-1 boys 4-1 what final score what did it seem like the fourth jackson scored, scored a hat trick oh, eat your words you little bitch no no, <laughs> no, no, no. fuck off fuck off no 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 fuck off jackson hat trick like, if you if you need 100 chances against nine men to score a hat trick like fuck off like get a life Yeah, let's talk about the red card. Uh Romero, is he nuts? What's up with him? Does he have some problems back home or something? Why is he so he fucking has, reckless? He has brain farts, bro. Like he just his brain farts and he just cannot decide what to do next. And then he just does it. It's not the first time, is it? Like he yeah. is always this fucking angry angry ass defender who just like lashes out when he loses the ball. And the goal was his fault. Like Amid all the war thing, I I only clearly saw in the highlights at halftime. He gave the ball away. He gave the ball away, yeah. And hmm. it just pissed him off. Like just yeah. nuts, dude. It's his own countryman, bro. He just went <laughs> stunts up on his shin. Like <laughs> he bleeds white now. 
World Cup has already won, no? So who cares? <laughs> no, Neha, to your point, right? He actually is one of those people who is very good with the ball, but if he makes a mistake, he is so uh, hell bent on making it right, right there in the next moment. Like the one that you saw, which wasn't given, right, in the first half, where he kind of like. Okay, it's not a full-blown kick. He kind of like touches, but with a violent intent, he touches uh, Colwell's back. That was again a similar thing where he gave the ball away, and then he's just like so disgusted. I don't know with whom, but then he just kicks him out. And then the red card was again the same thing. He just made a mistake, and then he just he's so eager to rectify it. He he, he just kicks it. He kicks him on the shin, and that was a straight red. I mean, no questions. Dude, he reminds me of Eric Bailly, though. <laughs> but let's give uh, Tottenham some credit like right after Romero's red card they did come back into the game I think uh, like just Ange ball and his high line or something he just like he makes this kind of like fear against the like the opposition's fear that kind of like football so Chelsea just looked like they got handed like a big prize a trophy and they just didn't want to take it because they were just scared they're like I, I, we don't know if we're going to handle it or we're going to drop it so they they, they just weren't there at it um, but yeah Spurs was so good Chelsea front three is the most deflated and demotivated front three I've ever seen like and I'm, it's rich coming from a fucking United fan to be honest <laughs> Sterling Jackson and Mudrick like they feel they seem so scared dude like it's just nuts like uh, and I think probably this 4-1 will do them some good like Nico Jackson hat-trick would never have happened like 11 versus 11 so, never have happened in the Premier League bro or 11 or 10 or, or any other game <laughs> yeah. dude uh, another thing the amount of like times that like even after the red card that Cole Palmer or or uh, Colwell were just pinging the wall above the Tottenham defense that was their only tactic was that something that works when you don't have, when you have when you're playing against nine men or something, or should you just go through the middle because you know you're always gonna have two men free? I think you know what? I think they I think they did what they needed to do. I to be honest, I don't I won't uh, like you know say that their tactics were wrong just because when you saw Tottenham right, they were so high up the field and they had this Vicario the sweeper keeper, so there was no really space in mid- between. There were hmm. literally two lines of uh, four and four, right? So you really couldn't play from through the uh, through the middle, but also you had so much space. I think the only reason they didn't score uh, before then when they did was because they were like poor passing. Either the passes were too heavy, or it was Sterling was just too selfish. He was just trying to do everything by himself, or just poor runs. They just couldn't time their runs. They would have scored three, four, even before they scored the second one if they had just gotten one of those three. Right? Bamsi, don't you think? Yeah, go ahead. I want to answer your question, right? The Chelsea playing those balls about has more to do with how Tottenham were playing, right? Like they were all the way up and there was no place to play between the lines. There was no place. They were like so compact. So now the onus was on the ball, the boy either delivering the ball and the guy getting the run right. That's it. Like it was only on them. They had no other chance. So that was the only outlet they had and that's the only way they, they were able to play it. Even to get an attack. Yeah, I mean, Pochettino wise, it was a good decision to play like that. But then Sterling and Palmer and Mudrick, everyone getting those balls also, they couldn't finish. Kukarela had a howler uh, there. He could have like, he had like at least five seconds to play that ball to Jackson. But I don't know what he did there. But uh, from, from, Spur, from a Spurs angle, Nihal, do you think this kangaroo ball like constantly throughout 90 minutes works even if you're going below like you're going one man down. Dude, I think it worked so far because of the personnel. Like you have to 
like there's a big injury that is being overlooked right now which is Mickey Van Der Ven. I think he enables that kind of football, right? Mm-hmm. Because of them pressing so high. This dude is fast, athletic and strong and that gets so that because of that you can get away with like pressing so high up the field and I think that that will cost them so much more than like the Romero red card. I think that Mickey Van Der Ven's injury will be like pretty devastating for Spurs. And in terms of kangaroo ball, I think it only works with these 11 or 12 players that are like stars of the team. But where do Spurs go from here, bro? Like they have four big injuries. Two sending yeah. offs, Udogi lost, Romero lost, Mickey Van Der Ven, their star center back is out. I don't know, Vicario was crying towards the end. I don't know if it's a time wasting or something. Madison's out. I don't think he was he was crying after they went 2-1 up. So I guess it definitely should be an injury. <laughs> injury and then uh Dude, like, where do they go from here? Like, it it worked so far with all these personnel, and you, like, you completely lose fifty percent of your team, which worked like that. So mm. I'm kind of actually worried for them, like, going forward mm. because they have big fixtures coming up, and it'd be a real test for Ange. I want to see how they perform, actually. Yeah, luckily for them, IV is coming right around the corner when they're getting injuries. But then you don't know how bad the injuries are. Um, start of the second half, Chelsea were playing pretty well. Uh, then Udogi red card. What do you think about? Uh, Should he have sent been sent off before that, Anivesh? No, no, no. I think. I mean, again, it's one of those things. If if he had, if he had like a proper contact, then yes. But he missed it. I mean, it was a lunge. Uh, so yeah, for not for me. I think Sterling should have done more to like sell it. Yeah. Like should have taken contact. <laughs> to be honest, like come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So fucking late. Or just or just tap, touch the ball and like just run past him. It was way wide open. Sterling had a man. I mean, no matter if he had scored hat trick or four goals today, he had a nightmare. Yeah, he did. Um, that, that was the only call I thought Ange got wrong in the game. He should have replied to Doggy at like halftime. I start talking about it in our chat too. That mm-hmm. that wing, right? Like Sterling, too many people marauding down that wing. You can't have a left back on a yellow card, especially with like ten people down. Only one call went wrong today. That that might have probably cost them the game today. Do you think it's because like he was forced with some substitutions before halftime because he had to make three substitutions? I think so. Maybe he was just waiting on. Um, and do they have a replacement for Udogi at left back? I think they can. Yeah, I think Ben Davies was the one they could have played. I'm not sure if he played today. If he was there, he didn't even come on. So I'm guessing he wasn't on the bench. But uh, yeah, he he was the one who could have come on. Uh, but other than that, I I think Sar can play like a makeshift left back, but. Like I, I don't think there was a like for like replacement. I didn't think he wanted uh, to make that change. But uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I get it. I mean, the Madison going off was like, un, like no one expected that all of a sudden, and then he had to hook him off, and then that, did he that just injure himself? Much... <laughs> Something like that, that happened, be... right? Yeah, in the box, but I was like, <laughs> caught his leg in, uh, standing in something. Yeah, quite tragic in- injuries that happened to Tottenham today. Then nine men Tottenham and the hero and the the superstar <laughs> comes in, Hoybeg. Dude, honestly, he was he was fucking hard man, hard yeah. man in the in the middle of general. I see why Simeone wants him. By the way, <laughs> Mourinho's first signing at Tottenham. Yeah, makes sense, right? Such a Mourinho yeah, signing. Perfect Mourinho. I, I was telling right, ten men get one point. <laughs> but I think, yeah, good. But guys, what did we learn about Chelsea today? I don't think I've like learned anything about them. Like yeah, I, I just expected them to be more dominant, bro, against ten men. We've learned that we don't need to be scared of them for another two seasons. Yeah, we've Let learned that this result thing. is perfect. This is good. This is and where we, they are. Yeah, we've also learned that there is. To. 
that is something to be scared of spurs because in their their first yeah. 11 is actually really good and their and their combination play and just the whole vibe on in the stadium is like pretty good uh, going on there yeah um, but yeah, so, yeah uh, tukrela so, so shit bro i'm so sorry like it, it hurt my it hurt my eyes dude watching him play like today <laughs> Imagine being a Chelsea fan actually waiting for a goal, dude. That those must have been like the slowest yeah. minutes of your life. Like that is just painful to watch. Like I, I didn't know what was happening there. Um, imagine Sterling had such a funny game where even if he's making mistakes, he's getting players sent off. So like you know the Udogi second yellow, Sterling oh loved the ball so bad he was three on two. He couldn't oh pass God. for his life. What was and that? Udogi got sent off. Dude, what was that, bro? And he was like on full stride, and they were all in space. Oh my god! It was this one pass away from a simple goal, but he just couldn't pass for his life. It's such a funny game. Yeah, I'm we need yeah. to talk about Vicario, bro. Like just a little yeah. bit. Like this yeah. first season in the Premier League, dude, and played like eleven games. I thought, I thought he's like one of the best players in the Premier League so far this season. There, just save percentage wise, the highest. The way he was sweeping today, oh my god! Like, apparently, he's covered the most yards in a football game in a Premier League football game by a goalkeeper today. Wow! I mean, it makes sense with how they play, but it really showed today. Actually, quite impressed with Ange's talent ID and like his uh, the transfer window that they had this year. Apparently, like last year they won the transfer window, but last year was quite shit. This year was the actual transfer window where they actually bought like really, really good players. Yeah, Vicario is insane, dude. Madness. That one of the turns, like who got free, and then he came out on uh, in front, and he just like slapped the ball. Um, this happened in the middle, I think. Uh, someone yeah. got one on one. Um, I think it was maybe Nico Jackson or someone, and he it just came out. Was the first up where he where he kind of like went down and that saved? Was that palm. one? Yeah, that face palm. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, that was Kukurella, bro. Kukurella. Oh, yeah. Kukurella. That was insane, dude. Like that was just like reading IQ level of like really high IQ level. Um, yeah. You know? was... Tell us, dude. But Anish, don't you think it's all part of like uh, Sterling's master plan, bro? By being lazy I'm... first, he that changed the game. That challenge by Udogi changed the game. He made a deliberate mistake to get him a second yellow. Bro, they, it was they... <laughs> it was it was all Sterling's doing. Like he he handed the ball, and then it didn't go in because he wanted a red card. So he got a red card for Romero. It was that goal, right? Oh no, no it yep. was Casemiro goal. It was the Casemiro goal that got the red card. But but yeah, even even on the Sterling goal, right? Romero had a check, very kick, Colwell on the back. Dude, I'm telling you, so Sterling was he, he was he was pulling the strings from behind. On surface, he was like really bad, but uh, underneath, inside him, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, dude, that guy said a goal. That he got ruled out, but what a goal, dude! Okay, yeah. I have a, I have a genuine question, guys. Does Chelsea's midfield uh, look like a two hundred and fifty dollar a million dollar midfield? Not right now at all. I mean, I I personally found Kaiseido to be very very shoddy in in his passes and his collection and everything. Enzo was fine. I mean, he was he played a Zaka's role, so he didn't stand hmm. out, but he also didn't do anything wrong. Kaiseido was pretty bang average. Yeah, Enzo has pausa. Enzo has a little bit of pausa. Kaiseido for some reason is like really fidgety and like I'm not sure his passing is not crisp anymore. This could just be like now recency bias, but then. Like he's not looking that great, um, not at all. Yeah. I thought Bissouma looked really good in the game. I mean, both played Brighton. One got replaced after the other. I think Bissouma was solid throughout. What a game he had! Uh, no, I mean, no mistakes also in the game. 
Caicedo can't say the same. Like, it's good, unlucky to have a goal ruled out, but yeah, maybe it's because he's playing with Gallagher and Boyles. Caicedo was absent in the game. What he was doing. Yeah, um, Poro is also pretty good uh, in the initial few, few 20 minutes at least. He was like right up there. He's he's quite a good signing again. Like uh, I thought initially last year when they signed him, I thought he's a wing back and he won't be able to play in a back four. But him and Odogi both have like settled in pretty well. Um, yeah. I'm I'm actually glad to see this score line, dude. This whatever happened, prime Barclays, I loved it. This was the perfect score line for us. Because I'm generally you know, now, even after this game, I'm generally a little scared of Spurs. I think they, uh, I think they, the manager they have is just a ruthless, just like he doesn't give a fuck kind of manager, and he can actually beat big teams straight up, like yeah. without thinking much. This will backfire for sure. I feel like it'll take one season for teams to understand how he's playing, like last year and this year Arteta. But soon, like for, for at least for this season, it looks like if they can get their bearings, get some good signings in January, get like maybe. Uh, a left winger, um, a Romero, and a replacement for um, for Van der Veen or Romero, because you don't want Dyer there. Although he scored a fucking banger, <laughs> but <laughs> dude, my heart when that dude, goal went in. I thought in. that went in, bro. Oh, dude, what a shot, man! What was that, <laughs> dude? Apparently, the margin was like less than like half a centimeter or something. That he was off. That like, that closed the margin also. I thought it was good. But Dyer offside. They, they, they are also in a lucky spot if you think about it. They have 38 games plus whatever FA Cup games that they will hmm. play. So the important for them. The energy levels will be sustainable, like because hmm. they're only one game every week. They can go at it, and it feels like I know I don't agree with animation a lot, but it feels like all the stars are fucking aligned you know, with Spurs. Like their injuries <laughs> with international break. Them having this sort of season, That's like them the style of play. Pretty with controversial thing to say today, but. <laughs> Today, yeah. all of the stars just broke, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of comments no, today was, in this guy. It was, it was, it was their players, dude. Like they, I mean, it was a fun game. I absolutely loved it. Especially but, but Romero's red card. It's always, it's always fun to have one. But, but if you think about it from a Spurs fan's point of view, I don't think they'll be like concerned about this game. Nine men, they're expected to lose. They saw some heart in the team. They saw their star players get injured and still like were in the game for most of the game, right? So it's it's kind of motivating for them. Like yeah. I don't. Think But we also good. have to remember that it is the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. First, secondly, when you're nine men, right? Like so, all everyone just goes behind the goal. Like it's just really hard to penetrate, especially a new team like Chelsea. They they don't have any attacking patterns. They don't have anything. They were just like hoifing and like like just the same thing that they were trying to do. But they didn't have any. If it was Arsenal, City, even maybe I would go on to say Liverpool. They would have like isolated one man and then so many times just gone past the the defense. I think like I, I can only speculate, but I feel like Arsenal City would have taken this to a better level. But uh, um, yeah, it's but, uh, yeah, on the, yeah, especially in the corners, right? A lot of hmm. Premier League teams do that, like two on one on the fullback. Yeah, yeah. Down and yeah. I don't pass. know what Poch's tactics. They were good. I mean, they got them three extra goals or whatever that they wanted, but then it just wasn't working out initially. I thought they needed something more. But to your to your point, like to play the devil's advocate, Nehal, look look at it from this point of view. If you are a, sub, a Spurs supporter, one one team where you had to like, if this season at the beginning of the season you would have said to a Spurs supporter who you want to be, wouldn't be. I mean, it would always be Arsenal because of the rivalry. But like realistically, wouldn't be Arsenal. It wouldn't be uh, City. Might be Liverpool, but definitely Chelsea, right? Because they're in a, such a state of flux. 
but these when they went down to 9 men it wasn't because of a refereeing mistake it wasn't because of anything else but it was because of their two players just losing their heads especially one of them and the injuries on top of it so i think there is very few things that i can see as a positive coming out of that game except for the fact that it was just just 4-1 and that too it happened in 90 minutes yeah okay a managerial question uh nihal who do you think till now in the next 10 like first 10 games has done a better job and i mean it's a easy question but a little more detailed answer and or pochettino and who has a harder job to do oh i think i'll start with the second part i think ange as has an easier job to do because he came in with lesser expectations like no one like we would be kicking ourselves if we thought like spurs will be here in this position when we started the season right so i think from that perspective ange definitely had easier job like you lost harry kane bro like he's like the legend of the premier league and still doing whatever you're doing next balendeor yeah and uh, coming to that i think who's a better manager definitely ange right because he got a team of like misfits you were talking about pedro poro being good he was nothing last season right he made players he made these players get better they're actually working in a system playing his style of football fearlessness or whatever or stupidity we'll only find out later but so far i think ange has done a better job and he also had an easier job and i feel for poch because chelsea resembles a lot of like a united job where like there needs a rebuild from like grassroots to up and uh, i don't know at this point like if pochel is the right man to do it yeah vamsi uh, thoughts on this yeah i i mean i have to agree with nehal didn't know who pochel was before the season started big guy but i don't know i feel like recruitment has played a big part toward in the in their success right you were mentioning this nirav uh, Tottenham just got their, their they got their signings right. I don't know what Chelsea signing over Manchester did. Like I don't, I still don't know. Like uh, I mean, it was national two hundred fifty million midfield. Don't know what to expect. Uh, at the same time, you see Ange like somehow like you know Bissouma never played. Pentacle just doesn't play anymore. Played today. Hoiberg used to play. Didn't play before. Got a bunch of new people in and they're all playing. But Poch has not been able to deliver them. So. Poch, uh, Poch has a has a bigger job to do at Chelsea, especially with the pressure. Uh, if you compare it, both I mean, both don't have Europe, so, and considering how much money Chelsea has spent and how much time uh, Poch has had, I mean, getting the whole summer series, played more technical Premier League football, but yeah, uh, and coming out on top. Cool. Finally, AJ. What do you think of the rest of the season for Chelsea? Uh, how does today reflect it, and for Spurs as well? I think if I'm if I'm Spurs, I I will take a lot of heart from it. Although I'd be kicking myself for the stupidity of the players, but I would take a lot of heart from the like you know the overall situation and the fact that while they had 11 men on, they were far by far the superior team. and they basically knocked Chelsea out of the park until you know things started going wrong for them uh so i'd be optimistic about my chances uh definitely top 4 i mean anything less than that would be total suicide would require a total suicide from their end uh title maybe let's see uh but when it comes to chelsea i mean i'm going to stick by my my statement that they're going to finish uh, at the top of the second half of the table for sure they're just that team okay awesome this is yeah. you know, i have a question for you Yeah, go ahead. Chelsea's next three games, 
right city city at home newcastle away brighton away and Oof. united at old trafford out of these four oh. games how many points um i think they definitely lose at city um i think you said second game was newcastle newcastle at st james st james's i think they definitely lose that too uh third is uh brighton, brighton at home yeah i i think i'm optimistic about this for them so i'll give them 3 points here and i think united at old trafford right yeah um if they get their bearings by then if they if they get together by then after the ib i can see them i mean i can see a draw here mm. i can even see chelsea nick nick something not hope, hopefully not for you guys but uh, <laughs> that'll be a sad thing to see right this team fucking <laughs> yeah we've already drawn with them so we are no one to say But okay, last last quick question, guys. Uh, this is VAR related. Uh, if the goal wasn't disallowed, the offside goal, mm. which Caicedo scored, should Romero mm. been still sent off if that goal stood, or or do you think he shouldn't be? I think so, right? Because it would have been like you played advantage, and then they would have gone back to that. I mean, if VAR worked, does it? Very tough question, though. Yeah, if VAR, we don't worked... have an example, right, of this no, 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 happening. Like, what I what I mean is like, do you think he should be? More than yes. whether whether he should. Be. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think no. You, you think, think no? no? I think it, the goal should have stood because the ball went in. Like it was a goal, bro. I don't know why. Yeah, even if it's a goal, I mean, like... still he started him like f- fucking two footed, whatever, one foot tackle, the dangerous tackle. That's a red. No, 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 because he got the ball that led to the mistake with Kaisero getting the ball and that went in hmm. so okay shouldn't wouldn't uh, need to go what back. i honestly think is in that particular situation romero should have gotten a 10 match ban and a go penalty red card uh and um, yeah and should have gotten his leg <laughs> chopped many things I, I i think so betting ban betting ban also everything no uh, and and the someone should go to ritalson house and just slap his head just for fun <laughs> um but yeah uh ending this post match uh, uh pod aj i want to say something to you bro happy invincibles day yeah <laughs> let's go boys there's only one there's only one boys bro newcastle you can beat bro. everything but you just don't beat this and we're yeah, in november yeah. always every season happy invincibles day yeah let's go boys cool <laughs> <laughs>